You are listening to the Slow Living Podcast, and I'm your host, Stephanie O'Day. What if I told you that you could truly have the life of your dreams, the life you've always wanted, one filled with abundance, joy, and a sense of purpose? It's absolutely possible, and I see it each and every day with my coaching clients. It all starts with learning how to slow down. You deserve to live the life you've always dreamt about. Let's get started. This is episode number 16, and we are going to be talking about matching identity with integrity today. And it's kind of a cool topic, and it's not something that I have heard about or read about in other things, but it's been percolating in my brain for a few years, and I don't know what it is. I guess I was on a run around the beginning of the year, and I just kept coming back to this idea of your identity needs to match your integrity. And I started Googling, and I started trying to figure out, well, obviously, because (laughs) I, I am not inventing the wheel here in any of my thoughts and teachings that there must be something that I can read about and there must be some psychologist or coach or therapist or somebody who has talked about this before. So I'm Googling and I'm Googling and I didn't find anything that made sense to me. So I started taking some notes and I started asking around some of my friends, some of the people that I work with. I ended up asking my own coach and we talked to each other through Zoom and she looked quizzical, quizzically, is that a word? Quizzically at me and sort of raised her eyebrow and she's like, well, you get to own this. So you get to talk about whatever it is you want to talk about. And so that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to talk about how I think sometimes I see a pattern that the people that I work with and the people that reach out to me, and they're primarily moms. I, I mostly work with moms and they write to me and they sort of lament that they aren't making the forward progress that they want to. And I want to poke at that a little bit because I think the holdup is that their identity is not fully aligned with integrity. And so that's what we're going to talk about today. I'm so excited to kind of dive in. I've got pages of notes. And at any time, if you have any questions, shoot me an email, find me on social media. Although honestly, email really is the best way because I'm kind of a dinosaur when it comes to social media. But I am here for you. So leave me questions, ask clarifying things. I want to really help and guide as much as I possibly can, because this is the kind of stuff that excites me. And I just want to serve as many people as I possibly can. So, so let me know. Okay. So I think why I keep coming back to this topic is it's absolutely fascinating to me that two people can have two different thoughts and feelings about the exact same situation. 
And it's because how they've programmed their thoughts for years and years and years. And that's how they start to automatically think certain things. So we're going to explore that a bit and see if you perhaps are getting held up somewhere in your own life at making forward progress or momentum because you have a disconnect somewhere in matching up your subconscious belief about your identity and how that plays together with what you think about integrity. And your subconscious belief is really just a thought that you keep having over and over and over again. And if you keep having the same thought, it sort of creates this groove in your brain and that becomes a thought pattern. And that is really all that a belief is. And you are not destined to live out Groundhog Day. You can absolutely change your thoughts, change your belief, and and change your sort of subconscious grooves and and ruts and neuro pathways. So don't think that you're destined to always do the same thing. Like, well, I can't do that because I'm a girl or I can't do that because I'm Scottish. So I always joke with people that one of the reasons that I'm frugal is because I'm Scottish. And it's sort of just a very flippant thing to say. It happens to be true. I am Scottish. My grandpa was born in Scotland and we have cousins that live there and I like Scotland. I like everything about it. I think it's awesome. Like Braveheart. I'm frugal because I've chosen to be frugal and I'm okay with that being part of my identity. It has served me well, but I just sort of lump that belief and that thought pattern into being Scottish and I've adopted it as part of my identity But if at some point I find that it's no longer serving me, I am a-okay to change that and change that part of my identity and change that thought pattern and change that belief. And so that's what we're going to do. And we're going to learn how. So when people ask you, who are you and what is your identity and what do you think about yourself? How do you answer So for most of us, we start rattling off maybe what we do for work or our profession, whether or not we're married or have children, and perhaps what our favorite hobby is. And so in business and in networking and on places like LinkedIn, this would be called your elevator pitch. But is your elevator pitch your identity? So let's think about this a little bit more. So for me, I would, and and the funny thing is, is I've gone to many blogging conferences and women in business conferences, and they have us write down our elevator pitches, and it's like a really big deal. And in all of your bios on social media, it's your elevator pitch, and they have you really simplify it and nugget it down so you have a limited amount of characters. But I want you, when you do this exercise, if you're going to journal about this, you do not need to limit your identity to a certain amount of characters. You can have a whole bunch of things in your identity. So if we're going to think about this a bit more, for me, I would probably say, hi, I'm Stephanie. I'm an author and a coach. I help people, primarily moms, live out their best lives. I'm happily married, I've got three kids, and I like to run and do yoga. So this is a very concise elevator pitch of who I am. 
I can zhuzh it up. And depending on the audience, sometimes I do. Sometimes I say I'm a New York Times bestselling author and that I've written 10 books. Sometimes I also say that I'm the host of this, of the Slow Living Podcast. It depends on the group. A lot of times I simply just say I'm a mom and I've got three kids. And these are all facts and, and they all happen to be Googleable. So it feels okay for me to state these things about myself. But notice that I said feel. I said that it feels okay for me to state these things about myself. And that's where we can get a little discombobulated. And that's because we're humans and humans have brains, which can get a little bit messy. That's where integrity comes in. So the definition of integrity is doing the right thing, even when no one is looking. So that means even in the middle of the night, you stop at a stop sign, although you know there's nobody around. And it means that when you're on a, on a walk or a run and you miss the garbage can, when you're tossing the, the poop bag after walking your dog, you circle back around and you pick it up, even if nobody's around. Because you know the difference between right and wrong, and you decide, you make a conscious decision to do the right thing, even when it, quote unquote, doesn't matter. Because you, no one's watching, and you can get away with doing something kind of half-assed or, or not fully all the way. You can get away with it. So when you don't, and you choose to do the right thing, that's integrity. So how does this get all muddied up when it comes to your identity? Okay, I am really glad you asked, and that's what we're going to talk about. So let's break it down a bit. Let's unpack it. So a few minutes ago, I said that my elevator pitch, which for a lot of us, that is how we define ourselves or how we think of identity. So what did I say just a few seconds ago, and how does this relate to you? How I identify myself online and to others is I say I'm a New York Times bestselling author who's written 10 books. So that's my elevator pitch identity. But the problem with saying that out loud to others is inside my brain, I have a tiny voice that whispers back, yeah, well, whatever stuff, you weren't a number one New York Times bestselling author, so that doesn't count. And sometimes my brain says, Steph, you sold cookbooks. Anybody could have sold cookbooks. You aren't a real author. And so a piece of me feels like I'm not being honest. And that messes with my feeling of integrity. So let's pick another part of my identity and maybe one that rings a little closer to home for you. I often say I'm happily married to my high school sweetheart and I have three children. And this is true. But sometimes, even though I love my husband and he's an awfully great guy, Sometimes he gets on my nerves and he kind of pisses me off. And so sometimes the teeny tiny voice in my head says very unhelpful things like, well, are you happy? Because Adam really didn't take out the garbage last night and the kids didn't empty the dishwasher the way they said they would. And so that kind of gets on my nerves. And sometimes the voice says, well, even though you're happily married, you haven't been able to get out and have a date night for months and months. And that's true too. And so that's when I, and that's when you can really sort of feel a bit out of alignment and you can start to doubt yourself and start to doubt your identity. 
and you can feel kind of phony baloney. And when that happens, you'll just sort of want to crumble up and not take action. Because if you did take action, it would feel forced or wrong. And deep down inside, we really only want to do the things we want to do. Okay, so tell me, does this kind of thing ever happen to you? Where you feel as if maybe the things you say and the thoughts in your head aren't fully aligned with how you identify yourself and it doesn't match up with your integrity. So what can you do about this? How can we fix this? So first off, I want you to know that you're not alone and you're not nuts and there is absolutely nothing wrong with you. You are completely and totally normal. But I do want you to stop for a second and slow down. Take a deep breath and pay attention. I would love for you to journal and and write down these thoughts that are swirling around in your head. Because when they're swirly and when you feel frantic and you feel anxious and when you feel behind, you sometimes think that you're doing something wrong and you're not. This is part of being a human. And let's rein it in a little bit. Hi there, Steph here. And I wanted to pop in super quick to let you know that as of this recording, I only have a few spots left in my Dream Life one-on-one coaching program. This is my signature program, and it's three months of personalized coaching where we take your wildest dreams and break them down and make a game plan to get them achieved in bite-sized chunks. I believe you absolutely deserve to live out the life of your dreams, and nothing is too far-fetched. You get to live the life you want, one filled with happiness, joy, prosperity, and abundance. This is what I do. Because of the limited amount of time I have to work closely with my one-on-one clients, I do want to point out that if you're new to coaching, you might really benefit from my Simple Shortcuts to Peace self-guided coaching course. And within that, you will learn how to craft out your own life of peace and tranquility and abundance from the ground up. This really is the best way to get started with coaching and see how to take the coaching principles and ideas and adapt them to your own life. It's self-paced and guided, and most people take about six weeks, but you've got unlimited access forever. It's also the best bang for your buck because all participants in Simple Shortcuts to Peace get two one-on-one coaching calls with me that are an hour and they're redeemable any time. So it's kind of a no-brainer and it's economical when you break down all of the worksheets, videos, checklists, ebooks, and guides. You can enroll today and get started right away, anytime, day or night. That's at stephanieoday.com forward slash peace. I am excited for you and I will see you inside. Okay, back to the episode. Okay, so when I was a little kid, there was a very short-lived program on TV called Herman's Head. Did you ever watch that show? So 
I don't even know if it made it through a whole season. But inside Herman's head, there were a handful of people, and each one had a different opinion on what Herman should do each time he was presented with a decision to make. So inside his head, there was an angel character and a villain and a grouchy person and someone who was fearful. So Disney and Pixar actually quite recently made a very similar movie for kids when they produced Inside Out. When I first watched Herman's Head, I couldn't believe that this was a thing. I really thought that I was the only person who had voices in her head that contradicted each other. And now that I'm an adult and I do mindset work with my coaching clients and I teach it in the Simple Shortcuts to Peace course, I talk about voices in brains every day. (laughs) And I still find it fascinating because depending on whether or not you have your voices kind of reined in, it really has an awful lot to do about whether or not you're happy and content with your identity. And that's what I want for you. I want your identity to match up with your version of integrity. I want you to agree with the voices in your head and live out the life that you've planned out for yourself. So let's work on who you are and what your identity is so then you feel good and aligned and you live with integrity. So let's decide or or let's just say for for the sake of kind of making sense of this whole thing, let's say that this is the year you've decided you're going to start running. Maybe that's a resolution you've got for yourself, or maybe that's a goal. So first off, I want you to only decide to do things that you're really going to do and the things you really want to do. Because if you know deep down inside that you aren't going to do something, but you say it because you think you're supposed to, This is when you stop, and this is when you don't make forward progress on your goals, and you don't align your habits with your identity and with your integrity, and this is when you get stuck in a rut. So right now, starting right this very second, you're going to stop, and you are now going to be the type of person who keeps her word, and you keep your word to the most important person in your world. And that person is you. So don't lie to yourself. Don't say you're going to start running if you really have no intention whatsoever to ever be a runner. And this is why so many people who start chanting positive affirmations, they get discouraged after a while. I've got a story about this. I've got an example. So a few months ago, a new coaching client shared that she had a list of 50 affirmations that she chanted to herself while she was getting ready in the morning and she was doing her hair and her makeup. And I thought that was a great idea. And I told her so. But then on her intake form, she shared she'd been doing them for the past three years. And instead of getting wealthier and leaner, she wrote that she was getting poorer and fatter. Okay, yikes. So let's unpack that a bit. So if you're chanting to yourself, I am wealthy. I am wealthy. I am wealthy. And you're trying to make that your new identity, but you also are a person with integrity, a person that knows the difference between right and wrong and the difference between truth and nonsense. 
then each time you look at your bank account or remember that you can't afford to buy whatever it is you want to buy, you're going to know deep down inside that you are in fact not wealthy. And that's why your affirmations aren't going to work, no matter how often you do them. What you can say, though, is that you are the type of person who does affirmations. And that is true. And that is absolutely part of your identity. And if you're doing affirmations already, let's tweak them to work, to actually work for you. Because that's when the magic happens. So maybe instead of chanting over and over again, I am wealthy, I am wealthy, you change it to, my money is invested wisely. Or, every day my wealth is growing. Something that your brain can't quickly dismiss or argue with. And that's exactly the same thing as being a fit and healthy person. You can't just chant, I am fit, I am healthy. If in fact, you know you are not healthy. If your doctor has told you you are not healthy. If, if your blood work numbers point out you are not healthy. Chanting over and over again, I am healthy, I am healthy, I am healthy is not going to work because you are right now not yet healthy. But you can chant and, and affirm to yourself, every day I am getting healthier because your brain can't argue with that. Or my body is healing. Or I am getting closer and closer to my ideal body. Something like that. So let's do another one. We have a lot of parents that listen to this podcast. And that makes sense because I primarily work with moms. And when it boils down to it, most moms just want to be considered a good mom. They want to be a good mom. And so if you want to be a good mom and you want to have that be a part of your identity and have that match up with integrity, then you need to actually unpack what the definition of a good mom is to you. Because you can't chant, I am a good mom, I am a good mom, until you are blue in the face. If you think or believe, and remember, belief is just thinking the same thought over and over and over again. That's all belief is. If you believe that maybe good moms never yell, and you totally yelled this morning when the milk spilled again for the 106 millionth time, you're going to have a hard time believing yourself if you say that you're a good mom. But if you pivot that thought pattern and you believe that good moms are human and they make mistakes, but a good mom owns up and apologizes, then you immediately know deep down inside, it's okay to yell. It's not a big deal. It's okay to get mad and be a human. But then when you're calm, let's problem solve and let's address the milk spillage. And so maybe you decide right then and there to be proactive and you put the milk in a sippy cup for the next little while to save your carpeting. And maybe you decide that is your definition of a good mom. A good mom is a problem solver. Okay, so what are your thoughts on that? What are your takeaways here? I'd love to hear from you. Shoot me an email at any time if you've got a question or a comment or an aha moment. I'd love to hear from you. If you've got a question that you think would benefit other listeners, 
leave me a voicemail at stephanieoday.com forward slash podcast. Because if you've got a question, I'm sure other people do too. And I bet you could really help by recording your question and having me address it here live on the podcast. In the next few episodes, I want to talk about how your habits form your identity even further. And if you're not happy with how things are going in your life, and if you think there's something better for you on the horizon, you can absolutely take charge and pivot your life's trajectory by shifting your day-to-day habits, which will then absolutely shift your identity. And this is the stuff I get super excited about because I really do believe that you can do anything you'd like in life and you can decide to be anything and you are not pigeonholed. Because remember, if we're lucky, life is long. You are in charge and you get to decide what the future holds for you. And if you need help planning out your future, reach out to me. That's what I do, and I am here to help, and I am here for you. Okay, that's it. Episode 16 wrapped up. I hope this helped. Have an absolutely wonderful day and happy slow living. I will see you next time. Do you have a slow living story to share? Leave me a voicemail at stephanieoday.com forward slash podcast with any questions, comments, feedback, or testimonials, and I will be sure to include it in an upcoming episode. Also, if you found value in this episode, please share it with your family and friends and subscribe through your favorite podcast provider. The more you share, comment, and leave positive reviews, the more people we can reach and share the slow living lifestyle and messaging. Thank you, Slow Down Society, and have an absolutely wonderful day.